This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 288 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Burning off your comfort food. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Equisketch and Sparkle and Boom. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Coach Jen. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. And I'm a lucky duck because I get my best bud to be on the show with me again today. (laughs) Is this two weeks in a row? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always like, I look at how much time is allotted in the production notes for each show. And I'm like, Jen, really an hour and a half? Do we need that much time? And I can really just feel you rolling your eyes like... (laughs) Us on the phone an hour and a half. You like we're yeah. not going to burn through that. Isn't it funny how rolling your eyeballs makes a sound through a microphone? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Glenn can like literally hear mine rolling regularly. <laughs> See, when we're doing the morning show. Um, I have that little I am chat, and he chooses to not see it frequently because there are many, many eyeball rolls going on behind the scenes on the horse. I know. Show. I got to be good with those eyeball rolls. Like he'll he'll send me some little IMs while we're recording, and there's a whole collection of really cute smileys, like sweating and blushing and super mad. And yes, my I I get a lot of use out of the little emoticon that that it's animated and it has little devil horns that come out yeah. <laughs> do you use that with glenn? i use that one a lot with glenn yeah usually when he forgets to segue into an ad yeah yes <laughs> that's right that's right i'm gonna learn how to use the giggle one and the my lips are sealed that's a good one too oh, the little I, smiley. I haven't used that one yet yeah, he's got tape across his mouth. He's like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, we're we're not going to really need to use smileys because there's not a whole lot of eye rolling going on when we get on, on the show together. We have a very interesting show this week. We have three guests. This is, I don't know how this happens. We go from having nobody to having three people well, like the day before. Yep. And they're all really good people. So today (laughs) we have one of our favorite segments, which is um, it's our combining horses and food segment with Kat from Eat Your Tart Out. And she's going to talk to us about jalapeno corn chowder. (gasps) We should not have her on before lunch. I know. This is going to be tough. Glenn does this on purpose. It's because he likes to think about food and on scoop days, he can do that. Oh man, this is gonna kill me because I love corn chowder. So I do too, and especially now we're we're waiting like our nineteenth snowstorm up here in New England. So 
where I'm, in fact, I'm looking out my studio window right now and the flakes are flying. Mm-hmm. Again, have, the flakes are flying again. and that does not mean that your next door neighbors are <laughs> flying over in an airplane. No, no. <laughs> I do have some flaky next door neighbors, though, I'll tell you. No, I have about probably about eight inches of snow on the ground already. And it's funny because there are like these little paths. You know, I shovel paths to each of the key locations on my property. From the back door out to the shed where I have to bring all my garbage and recyclables. From the back door out to the driveway. I don't have a garage, so we keep all our cars in the driveway. And then a path from the back door to the barn. And it's like these little skinny paths that are, you know, have 10, 8 to 10 inches of snow on either side. It's kind of cool. Oh, I so don't miss that. I know. <laughs> you know, because you, you shovel them out and then 15 minutes later the wind blew and they're all gone. I know. This is true. Well, the only the path, there's one spot from that back door to the barn where the snow will drift back over the path. Everything else tends to stay pretty clean once I shovel it. See, if there's going to be a path that's going to blow closed, let it be the one that goes to the shed. I don't yeah. really care if we take the trash out. Okay. All right. You know? Well, I well for the first time ever, I have borders in my barn. Aha! Uh-huh. So I sent my horse up to a facility for the winter so I wouldn't have to deal with breaking ice and water buckets and... You know, going out there in my pajamas at nine o'clock at night where I'm all warm and toasty inside and I have to go do night check. But, you know, we're still coming back from a crappy economy and I could use the cash. So I have two borders, (laughs) two stalls, two borders. And there I am going through my little path in my pajamas and my boots. Um, But I was going to say, the only thing that really, like... Winter is not that bad in New England if you have two things. Well, yeah, two things. Um, something to keep your water buckets from freezing, freezing like a, you know, one of those heating elements, mm-hmm. a, a bucket heater, mm-hmm. and a snowblower. Yeah, snowblower is nice. Oh, 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 three things. Three things. And all-wheel drive. Well, yeah. <laughs> all-wheel all-wheel drive. drive. Or you have to have a really, really big pantry. Yeah. Yeah. We have a big pantry. That's easy. We have a wood stove, which is fun, you know, and it does help keep the heating costs down, I have to say. But it's not so cold. Like, there's a lot of snow, which means the temperatures aren't that cold. You know, it it can't, it has to be at a certain temperature in order to snow. If it's too cold, it won't snow. Right? Okay. So which would you rather have, the snow when not so cold, cold or the freezing super cold? Snow. Okay. And not so cold. For any, for absolutely any, no questions about it. Okay. Fair enough. Snow. Sorry, we do need to move along. You I'm have like, your heater turned on high, right? My heater is turned on high. Okay. So, we're okay, gonna, so we were talking we're about. We talk about corn chowder with cat. I cannot wait. Okay. Then and, we have um, Callie Francois, who is a jockey in training. She trains horses every day and still goes to school. So she's an exercise rider who do, does a lot. We're going to talk to her about what her life is like. If you ever wanted to be a an exercise rider or time, a jockey yeah. in training. Time, time management for college students who are also horse crazy. That's what this is Absolutely. all about. Okay. And our Tag and Habit segment is super cool. And we're going to talk to Cynthia Kranz. She's the president of Equ- 
Equitex, the company that makes the stall drapes and accessories. And they're a fun company to follow because they always have pictures of what their customers do with their cool stall drapes and accessories. This is this should be a contest. I'm sure there is already. Oh, a picture contest. Wouldn't that be fun? And, of course, Jen and I just blabbing away as usual. So before we get the show fully underway, we are going to take just a minute to hear from one of our sponsors. Glenn the Geek here. The life of horse person is hard enough, and we all hate doing the required paperwork, and unfortunately many of us never get around to it, and it just piles up on our desk. That is about to change thanks to the Equisketch Records app for your iPhone or iPad. My wife and I use it to track our horses, and we absolutely love this thing. Equisketch Records is the most thorough and complete equestrian records app on the market today. We love this app because you can track your farrier work, your dental, your coggins, medicines, worming, and so much more. And you can get reminders on your device when all of these things are due. You'll never forget a worming or shots or farrier visit again. But it not only tracks your horse, you can also manage your horse shows, including individual events. You can manage riders, including lessons and memberships and so much more. And you can sync it between your iPhone and your iPad. And all of this for the price of a couple of cups of coffee from Starbucks. Search for Equisketch Records in the iOS App Store or go to Equisketch.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. Equisketch.com. Welcome back, Kat, to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. You've got a really yummy recipe to share with us today. I'm, I was good until I looked at the pictures on eatyourtartout.com, and now I'm not so good. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. It always seems to happen when I get on the phone with you guys, so I don't know why that is. <laughs> Um, Glenn plans it this way. He books you right at lunchtime and then is like, Helena, look at this. Look at that. And then he sends me photos of your recipes. Yeah, I think it's just as bad for him. So I think he just does it. He's a glutton for punishment. <laughs> well, this is punishment. Looking at this delicious bowl of soup that I, I, well, I can't say it's punishment because maybe it'll be easy enough for me to make. And you're going to talk to us about this jalapeno corn chowder. Yes, it's super simple. It's the reason why I love it so much. It's got a lot of really cool flavors to it. So technically with this corn chowder, what you're doing is you can either take fresh corn, which I prefer just because it packs a lot more taste, or if it's in the middle of winter like it is now and you're just kind of wanting a nice pick-me-up, you can go ahead and get some bags of fresh corn and just use it that way. And all you're really doing is you're kind of stewing the corn in some chicken broth until it kind of heats up, and then you're basically blending it together. So you're getting this thick, starchy corn, like, broth, but you're not getting a ton of calories to it. So you're oh, getting a lot of flavor. Oh, I get it. You're not you're not adding milk to create the chowder. It's the starch from the corn that's making it chowdery. Ooh. Yes. Well, you're adding still a little bit of half and half, so it's not going to be a full cream recipe. So you'll add the half and half kind of after you blend the corn and the chicken broth together. But the starch, because you're blending it with the broth, gives it that full mouthfeel without a ton of calories, which is why it works so well in this recipe. Wow. Okay, good. So this is good. So you still get that yummy, creamy deliciousness without the yummy, creamy butt. (laughs) 
exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's a really easy recipe. I mean, it's basically you just heat the corn up with the broth, you blend it. If you don't like kind of that thick, viscousy kind of soup flavor, some people just like that thin but lots of flavor, you can go ahead and strain out all those little corn pieces that didn't pulverize really well. And then after that, you just add in a bunch of toppings. So you add in the half and half to give it more of a full flavor. Um, again, you can always opt to add milk or whatever works in, but I found that the half and half works well where it's not full cream, but you still get a lot of really good flavor with it. And again, it's not very much in comparison to the whole recipe, so it's not a ton of calories. Um, and then you're adding in roasted red pepper, which you probably have in your fridge that you've used once for a recipe and have no idea what to use with the rest of it. So that works really well with it. I love jalapeno in this just to get that nice spicy flavor. Um, goes really well with the corn. And then you can use queso blanco, which is a Mexican cheese, similar to feta. So you can use either or. And it just provides this nice salty kind of chewiness to the soup. Not in a weird way, just a nice kind of fun, surprising way. And then you just top it with some cilantro, and that's it. I mean, really simple and great for... You know, serving up at a hunt, if you're going out, put it into a thermos. It'll be nice and warm when you get done with it or just when you get done riding in the evening. Now, what would you, uh, of course, because it's the middle of winter here where I am, where it's snowing, get another blizzard. Um, what could you have with this? What could you serve with the bowl of soup for a little extra carb load up, you know, like Italian bread or a baguette? What would you yeah, recommend? Yeah, a baguette for sure. Any kind of bread that would work really well with that. Um, if you can get yourself a Portuguese water roll, I know in a few supermarkets, um, more of like the Mexican or um, specialty supermarkets, they'll have these Portuguese water rolls. And they're kind of a sweet, almost like an English muffin, but not. And those would go really well with something like this. Definitely any kind of bread you want to dunk in. I just, I love dunking bread in soup. goes so well with that. Or you could also do something like a grilled cheese. You know, serve that up alongside it. Yeah, especially if you get a little, if you put just a little extra jalapeno in there. Mm. Exactly. (laughs) Bacon, you know, those kinds of things. You can definitely slice it up and, you know, make it really bad for you. (laughs) And I'm all about that. Goodness. Now, personally, not a cilantro person. So is there something I could maybe try that's not cilantro in there? Um, like a flat leaf parsley would work really well. Okay, because oh, okay. that's usually what I end up with, and I only do that because it looks a little bit like cilantro, not because I have any idea about the whole flavor problem. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like cilantro, therefore it must work. <laughs> I'm not a yeah, cilantro my fan husband, either, but... Yeah, yeah, the cilantro, I just love it because this is, it's, the taste in this is not, I can't, it's not Spanish, it's not Mexican, it's just, it's a very fresh soup and it's very different than anything you ever taste the cilantro just happened to go really well with the jalapeno but again slightly parsley will go really well if you have some fresh basil that wouldn't be so bad in that either cool that sounds dumb see it's even worse now yeah we started out with the soup and then we went into the bread and she said as soon as you said the words portuguese water roll (laughs) my my cheeks sucked in like oh my god i need to hear you on right now Um, All right, so where can our listeners find the details about this recipe? You can visit eatyourtartout.com, which is tart is spelled with an E, or you can visit me on Facebook, just type in eat your tart out. Eat your tart out, and it's jalapeno corn cheddar. And, you know, we have a new name for you. It's Cat Nelson now, isn't it? 
It sure is. I know. It's it's still weird hearing it out loud when everybody's like, hey, Kat Nielsen. I was like, you never could pronounce my name or my last name last time. And so it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> now you have two names. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you very much, Kat, for coming on once again and sharing your wonderful recipes with us. I particularly am a fan of Eat Your Tart Out. You have the most amazing food photos and very easy recipes. Mind you, everyone, I cannot cook my way out of a paper bag. So if I can do Kat's recipes with some amount of success, you can too. I suggest you give it a try. That's eatyourtartout.com. here, host of the Horse Tip Daily Show on the Horse Radio Network. The way consumers interact with the brands they have trusted for years and those they are about to fall in love with for the first time is becoming more and more mobile, literally, and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. Podcasts or internet radio shows like this one combine the new consumer preference for on-demand information and entertainment with the power of niche market audiences. Advertising on the Horse Radio Network podcasts allows you to reach the equestrian consumer using today's preferred on-demand delivery system. It's cost-effective and flexible, able to reinforce your existing marketing and social media strategies. To learn more about advertising on this show or any of the shows on the Horse Radio Network, contact us at 859-951-2022 or you can email us at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. That's glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. Come and join the Horse Radio Network family. You'll enjoy the ride. Is it time for lunch yet? Oh my gosh. I have to race <laughs> right out and get and get appropriate quantities of corn. I love the jalapeno aspect. It just doesn't get any better than that for me. And I'm really getting into the hot the hot food thing. So I'll you know what? I'll take corn chowder anyway. Anyway I can get it. Yeah. It's it's February. It's time for chowder. Yeah. Um and it's too cold to go out clamming. <laughs> <laughs> so jalapeno corn chowder. Perfect. Oh, yes. Thank you very much to Kat, as always. Um, she does have a regular segment here on Stable Scoop, so make sure you check our schedule online and on Facebook to find out when she'll be back. You can also check her out online at eatyourtartout.com. All right, Jen, up next okay. we have Callie Francois. I'm going to say Francois, not Francoise, because like my, French, my French training says... No E on the end means it's a silent S. Callie Francois, jockey in training. Well, hey, Callie, welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. We're going to pick your brain today about what it's like for a young woman to be multitasking as a, an exercise rider, a jockey in training, a full-time student, and whatever else you got going on. And what do you have going on right now, by the way? I'm actually tanning right now. I'm outside, <laughs> laying around, doing absolutely nothing. Well, there that's, you go. That's, <laughs> that's ironic that you call me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a very difficult thing to do. So the fact that you were able to juggle everything that you must do to carve out a little bit of luxury time for yourself is really, I think I would like to know how you do that. So 
But before we get to that, tell us a little bit about what you do for work and about your school life. Well, currently I gallop horses for Todd Pleasure, and I'm trained to be a jockey, but right now I'm actually taking online school through the University of Wisconsin and getting a degree finished up before I continue on with my plans. So what is what is what is your degree going to be in? What is your goal? Well, I went through the Christmas here in North American Racing Academy, and I did receive just an associate's in like equine sciences or applied sciences. So before um, I only started a uh, semester at Wisconsin, and then um, shortly after I graduated from the academy, I actually got into an accident which put me on the sidelines for about eight months. So. I was back in my hometown, and I started to do classes there, and uh, ever since then, my parents were like, well, why don't you just keep up with it? And I have ever since, so I've probably been doing online for about a year and a half now, so last semester to go. So that gives you a little more flexibility to manage your day and and um, do everything that you need to do. You don't have the variations in commuting to classes and stuff like that. and It works out because... I also travel a lot for my job, which obviously I wouldn't be able to do when I'd be physically attending the University of Wisconsin. So essentially my job wouldn't be happening right now. So it's, I think it's this online school thing is great because it's working out well for me so far. Sounds pretty pretty good to me too. Good idea. You can eat out How did you decide where, obviously when you were hanging out um, back home, while you were, were recovering from your accident, um, the University of Wisconsin made sense. Do you have any um, advice or suggestions on how somebody who might want to do online college courses like you're doing, uh, how you chose the college you chose? I mean, I actually, like I mentioned before, I did, before I went to go work for Philip, I actually started at University of Wisconsin. So it was more like I had some, I had credits there and, you know, why waste money going to any other college when I have to fill them up? And actually looking into it, University of Wisconsin provides a lot of different, uh, you know, bachelor and even, I think there's even a master's online program. But um, time management is the biggest thing, biggest advice that I can give you and a lot of uh, self-discipline. It's, especially in this Florida sun, it's very tough to not want to just go out and do whatever you want. So it's just a lot of, I'm on a kind of a, pretty tight schedule right now. So it's just a lot of time management and self-discipline. That's the best advice I can give anybody. So Callie, give us an idea of what you fit into a given week because you're a college student, you are an equestrian, and you are a employee at a golf course. That's a lot. So tell us what your week is like typically. I kind of chunk in my schoolwork two or three days a week, and then I have I kind of go lighter on those days. And then I actually also, two days a week, I end up going down the golf stream and working out in the jocks room. And so that day is kind of focused on that. And some days I'll bring my homework there, but it's around a ton of jockeys, you know, picking on each other. It's kind of hard to keep distracted with that. Um, and then the weekends, I actually work at a golf course. I am a beverage cart girl. So, um, so yeah, it's, I've found out that I, it's, you know, the kind of schedule I have, it is very easy to get stressed. It's very easy to just kind of get in this stressed out rut. So you have to, it's to the point where you have to make time for yourself and you have to, you know, spend some time and just shut your brain off. It works wonders. 
And that's what you do. So you just you you find a place to chill out and just turn your brain off. Yep, yep. That's that's what I do. That's what I do when I'm down in Florida, at least. And tanning, of course, is a perfect example. <laughs> perfect, you know, exhibit A. So yeah. it's true. You know, people call it tanning and or sunbathing, but it really is. I think probably the the thing that I like most about well, tanning, sunbathing is just laying down in the warm sun and closing your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to, you know, it's just downtime, chill out, relax. But, again, I only, I'm only i only going to do it for, you know, an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and then I'll be back at it. So. Yeah. Let's put it this way. Have you ever seen a dog, a cat, a horse, a donkey, a pig, lying in the sun with their eyes closed, looking stressed? <laughs> They've got it figured out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The whole sunshine thing, they, they it's universal. To, those animals seem to have it all figured out right. all the time, don't they? It's universal. They Lay in the sun, you feel better. Yeah. Look cute. Look at, See the human coming. Look real cute. Get food. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. That, that's how they do it. They're, they're hmm. aces at not having to do any work for themselves. <laughs> and now how much longer do you have before you are done with school? This is my last semester, so I will be done in May, thank goodness. Oh, excellent. And what are your plans after that? Uh, after that, my plans are fully focused on the next stage of my life, which is uh, race riding. So uh, just a lot of working out and studying races and just a ton of stuff, mostly, you know, working out for, you know, physically. To be physically fit enough for race riding, to be seriously competitive yes. race riding. Yep. Yes. Yes, because you can't be taken. I like to take things kind of seriously. So um, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to go at it 110%. And I'm not, I, as a, you know, not saying not to be a feminist or anything, but I'm just saying as a girl, girl, like women jockeys, their strength is their finesse, but their fault is they're just not, Sometimes they are not as strong as the guys out there. So I will be working, let's just say, yes, I will be working out a ton. So you'll have the finesse. So you've got the the finesse is your strength right now. You just need to focus on the actual physical strength to to bridge the gap, the gender gap in the saddle. Yes. Yeah, that that makes total sense. You know, we have our our strengths and weaknesses, both physical and mental. And so you're going to focus on that. Well, it's just the fact that, you know, jockeys are athletes and you just need to treat yourself like an athlete and be prepared and just have that basic, you know, strength and fitness down. Because if you don't, it's only, it's just going to hurt you tenfold, so. Absolutely. I can't argue with that. Well, where can we keep an eye out for you? Where Where will we, where can we root for you while you're, you're moving on to the next phase of your life? Honestly, my best place that I put all of, most of my racehorse um, stuff is Twitter, actually. So I'm big on that Twitter. All right. Well, we're going to put, well, if people want to follow you on Twitter, we will post links so that they can become a fan. And, um, you know, maybe we'll have you back on again once you get, um, once you've graduated and you move on to this next chapter in your life. We'd love to keep track of you and see how things are going. Will you come back sometime? Definitely. Well, definitely. I mean, right now it's kind of a whirlwind because I'm actually getting on a string of some really nice horses 
And actually, uh, my big horse will be in the Fountain of Youth this weekend, so you might see me on TV uh, walking around in the paddock. So oh, wave. It's, it's exciting. Jump up and yeah, wave. Yeah, wave. So, wave. All so right. it's, cool. it's cool to have a horse kind of on the derby path, so it's fun. What's his name? Uh, we miss Artie. He is a Ken Sarah Ramsey horse. Okay. We'll, have to cope. We'll, we'll look at it, and Glenn and I will be sure not to bet on that horse, because when we do that, that horse will be jinxed and uh, come in fifth. <laughs> Never. Okay, then don't bet on him. <laughs> we will not. We will not. They can root for you guys, but no betting. No betting. We'll just cheer. <laughs> Thank you so it's much. All, it's all appreciated the same. Thank you. Thank you, Callie, for joining us today. We will keep an eye out for you, and we'll be rooting for you. Okay, sounds great. Thank you guys so much. And now we're moving on to Tack and Habit, one of our favorite segments. Jen and I love to chit-chat about stuff. This Tack and Habit segment is sponsored by Sparkle and Boom, creative marketing solutions for small businesses of all kinds. You can find them online at sparkleandboom.com. All right, we have Cynthia Kranz up. She is the president of Equitex. They are the company that makes the amazing stall drapes and accessories you find at all the big shows. Mm-hmm. So let's welcome Cynthia. Hi, Glenn here, and I'm with Coach Jen. And we're at Ada. Woohoo! You're at the American Equestrian Trade Association looking for all kinds of cool products and some different things to talk about. And we have Cynthia here, Cynthia Krantz, who's president of Equitex. Hi, how are you? So good for you of you to join us today. Now, one Thank of the you. things we have never, ever talked about on our shows in all the years, 3,000 episodes we've done, is, and what really caught my eye at your booth, was the drape setups that you do. And all of us have gone to shows where we see the fancy drapes and the fancy stall setups and all of that. And they have fancy contests and win prizes and for that's that. that's right. right. And I always wondered where they got them. And now I know. That's right. We have some of the best setups out at the horse shows today west coast east coast canada some of the most beautiful product out there and the customers are the ones that finish it off so you can buy a beautiful house but you have to be able to decorate it and that's where our customers come in and produce such a great end product you know, we have a we do an Arabian episode every every month on our horses in the morning show, and you know the, they know how to they finish know it how off. to oh, decorate. Absolutely, <laughs> they do know how to decorate. And I think the hunter jumper world and the dressage world as well have come along and into their own. When I started this, people used to take one drape to a horse show, and now they take equipment and trucks. I think it was the Arabian group that really started that uh, to the extent that it was, and then others jumped on, right? I think you're probably right. I think they were the first ones because they were promoting the breed, and it's it's an advertising tool. For your barn right. or your, you know, your farm. And to have a nice setup gives your clients a place to be at the horse shows. And as we say, you know, bringing luxury and comfort to the horse shows. Because we're really giving you a home away from home when you're there. So when did Equitex start? Equitex, I had a tax shop in the uh, early 80s. Where at? In Woodside, California. Okay. And I left the tag shop and started Equitex in 1985. Wow, you guys have been around a while then. I have. I'm really old now. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, most of... uh 
most people that are listening to this probably have never had a setup like we're talking about. And what we're talking about is the fancy drapes and the setups at, at the and barns the and things, the and awnings, chairs, right? And the table covers, just about everything. That so you, you can might get take. you can get. You mix and match, though. You don't have to buy a whole thing. If you just want a set of beautiful director's chairs to put next to your living quarters horse trailer, you can do that. Absolutely. If you want a table cover to put out marketing um, merchandise material at the horse shows, you can do that. So Um, this whole thing's a la carte. It is. It's a la carte. We just did a big setup for the quarter horse show that happened in Las Vegas for the new sale that's going to be happening there next year. And we were able to do a starter package for her of some drapes with some great applique embroidery work on them that was so eye-catching. And um, they just loved it. So next year when the sale actually happens, they'll add to that. So you can Mm -hmm. always start very small and add on. I've always wanted the director's chairs. The question I have is is for somebody that's never done it either. I, I wouldn't know how to start. So what what do I do? Okay, I have colors in mind. You know, I maybe have burned colors and things. Um, mine just happen to be a little more bizarre than other people's. But, uh, you know, what do I do? What, what? Well, the average customer, client, will call us up and they'll say, you know, we want drapes. So we'll start out by asking them some questions about what their colors are, what they want. You know, what are you trying to achieve? And then the B word, the budget. You know, how much do you want to spend? Because if we get a customer that calls us up and says, I go to two-day horse shows and I don't want to spend very much, but I need to get my name out there. You know, we're going to tell you to get a drape and a balance with your name on it and just put that up and ha- and spend as little as possible to get as much bang for your buck out there. And, you know, we try to put together a really nice product that you can continually add to. And so if you are trying not to spend a lot at the beginning we can help you get there and get uh, get a lot for a little bit. And you can start with a drape or a chair or whatever. And you can always add to that. And the material we use doesn't fade. So that's great because if you add something three years later that's been out in the sun and there's been no fading, no one's going to know you ah, added it. Ah, this is very smart. <laughs> we, we, we use a uh, marine-grade canvas. This is... This is heavy-duty heavy duty stuff. stuff. The yeah. same stuff you see on the, all the outdoor awnings on buildings and stuff. And clearly it can't sit outside 24-7 and fade. So that was our choice. Plus it's got a great selection of colors. How, you know, about how many colors are there? Probably on an average year about 50, 58 colors. Wow. And there's, and we also They have make, my blue right there. Yeah, we also make custom blankets. And we have tried to work all of our blanket trim and piping and base colors to match the drapes so that you can try to pull that look through all the way from it's start to finish. Yeah. And what's the most bizarre colors that you've ever done? Well, maybe not bizarre. bizarre maybe we should use most unusual, unique. I think the most unusual I did was for a barn down in the down south somewhere, and they did stripes and solids, and they mixed everything together. And when I first looked at it, I thought, "Whoa." because I'm a very conservative person, <laughs> but the finished job looked amazing. Wow. It was outside the box, but awesome. It was outside the box, and it looked really unique, and it stands Obviously, out. their mom never told them that the shirts can't, the shirt, you can't put stripes and, you know, uh, squares together. Well, she did it, and it, the, the end good. result was outstanding. 
Sometimes those those ones will stand out. More I than did a setup for the equine affair back in Massachusetts this uh, spring, and we did it for somebody, and they took our drapes, which they asked for a squared-off balance that kind of looked medieval. And I thought, okay... You know, and we did their embroidery in an applique with gold thread and stuff. And he sent me pictures of the setup when it was done. Fairy tale equine. I'm sure he'd be thrilled. Oh, it was supposed to be medieval then. (laughs) But it was. But the thing is, is that they built, I think they must have done it out of cardboard, but it was so well done. It was almost like a set. And they had built like turrets like you would see on a castle. And it looked so amazing. Wow. <laughs> Do you guys put pictures of some of your finished products on your website? If anybody sends us pictures, we usually post them up on Facebook pretty quickly. And we're getting ready to rebuild our website. It'll be done at the end of February. And we'll have a place on there where you can actually drop in a picture from a horse show. You know, oh, you, that's awesome. You, do, you know, a lot of companies complain that they don't get feedback. Sometimes it's hard to get feedback from people. But you have the kind of product that people want to send you pictures when it's up. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we like to hear back from yeah. people. If some Somebody just loves what they've done, or they think that they did an amazing setup at a particular horse show. show. That was one of the reasons why we wanted to add that feature onto the new website. So again, like I said, it's going to drop at the end of February, and there will be a space on there where you can just upload your picture automatically. And we do go through the go through the website periodically, or take people's pictures and put them up on our Facebook page. Getting ready to add an Instagram uh, account to what we do and we have a Pinterest account so you know you can go on that and look at all sorts of setups and get all sorts of ideas and we hope that that always helps everybody when they're trying to make a decision ideas. so where's your what's your Facebook called is it just Equitex? Equitex? Just plain just old Equitex? E-Q-U-I-T-E-X. Yes, and our website is Equitex.com. Keep it so simple. We try to keep it simple. and uh, I got, I'm going to go look at pictures because well, I want to be Well, everybody, if you're looking to class the place up, it's Equitex.com. And I'm feeling good. Well, that's it for another episode of Stable Scoop, always chock full of interesting things. We would like to encourage all of our fans to get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS for iPhones or Android. And you can do that by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. The best part is it's free and easy to use. I always say this, free and easy or cheap and easy are a horse person's two favorite words. There you go. Be sure. Oh, this is now I'm reading your part. This is he glens away and I don't know what the heck's going on. (laughs) Tune in next Friday for another episode of Stable Scoop where we will talk about something fun and interesting uh, for you. For you. Fun and interesting for you. Just free and easy for you. Free and easy for you. Exactly. Uh, If you want details about today's show, you can go to stablescoop.com where we will post links, photographs, and more information about our guests. And we do love your feedback, so please follow us on Facebook under Stable Scoop and on Twitter at Horse Radio. And many, many, many thanks to our sponsors for today's show, because without them, we couldn't make these podcasts. And today's sponsors have been Equisketch. You can find them online at equisketch.com, awesome apps for horse people, and Sparkle and Boom, marketing for small businesses. And you can find them online at sparkleandboom.com. Well, Helena? That's it for this week. 
<laughs> well, Jen, that is plenty, but there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. I got it. <laughs> I got you it. did. You were awesome. Chicka chicka boom boom. <laughs>